Hey, my name is Kelsey, and this is When I Grow Up, a podcast all about the lessons we would tell our younger selves, plus the stories of everyday people in their extraordinary lives. Get ready for some real, honest conversations about life, business, and mindset, all to help you get inspired and ready to take on the world. Whether you're starting a business, growing your empire, or seeking inspiration, I welcome you to the podcast. So pour a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and get ready for today's episode of When I Grow Up. Hey guys, welcome back to another solo episode of When I Grow Up with me, Kelsey. I want you to take a second and pause because today we are diving into a really juicy topic and I don't want you to miss out on all of the tidbits, all the tea, all of the opinions I'm going to share that might help you in your approach to social media. So take a second, hit pause, grab your favorite beverage, grab some pen and paper, and let's get to work. Okay, to kick this off and provide some perspective on why the heck I'm talking about social media is because I've been doing some workshops and trainings recently with clients. I've been having conversations with people in person, in the DMs, all around this idea of social media and how the heck to use it as a business. And here's some things that I've learned along the way. I think in general, people have the best intentions when they create a social media profile for business. I think they see it as a way to attract clients, a way to grow their business, and it's done in a way where it looks easy. So for some people, it works super, super well. But the truth of the matter is there's a lot of business owners and people, and you might be one of them listening to this, who are like, yeah, I feel like it could be better. I just don't quite know how to do it or what to do. And sure, you could go scroll through TikTok and look for some quick tips to get viral or get more likes or views. But I want to challenge that conversation today because I actually think that's not what leads to a healthy business. So that is where I come from today. That's why I want to have this conversation. It's July. You know, we just finished the first half of the year. We're mapping out second half of the year. We're already living in it. So let's have a real honest conversation about how to be on social media in a way that actually helps your business grow rather than serves as a giant distraction, keeping you from your big dreams and goals in business. So I kind of titled this, Your Social Media Sucks and Here's Why, because I wanted to grab your attention. I don't want this to feel like you're doing something wrong and you should be hard on yourself and you are failing because that's not what this is about. I actually want to empower you to lean into who you truly are as a human and share that within the heartbeat of your business because that's what your people want to see. So I just have some tangible tips today to help you out, to help you grow sustainably and to give yourself some grace and a process to follow. So that way you're not aimlessly scrolling, you know, at one in the morning on the discovery page of Instagram. First thing I want to mention is this. You are not an influencer. Yes, what you do influences people, but your goal as a business owner isn't to be an influencer, which means you don't need to create a reel that goes viral. You don't need to create use the right hashtag so your post goes viral and shows up on the discovery page. That type of focus isn't the core to your business if you're a small business owner. I think it can feel super distracting because there's all these great tips and tricks on how to get more views, how to get more likes. Instagram just rolled out some new analytics so you can track all of this information. And I want you to crumble up that ball of notes you took on how to get stuff viral and throw it away because as a business owner, you're not here to scream to the masses. You're here to grow relationship with some really quality people who are going to buy from you and tell their friends and continue to buy from you. That's it. 
That's your goal on Instagram specifically or social media as a whole, but Instagram especially, because I think we get obsessed with this idea that, well, so-and-so just created a reel and it went viral and now they do these dancing videos. And that's great. If that's what you want to do, by all means, like that's your choice. But I just want to free you of that expectation and standard you put on yourself to get a certain number of views and likes and comments. I think what really matters in social media is how you use it, who you're speaking to and how those people convert off the platform to actually working with you. So number one, remember you're not an influencer. You're a business and your job is to get clients to come back and get more clients to book. Whether you're selling product or you're providing a service, that's really what it comes down to. So all the activities and the functions you use on this platform should help people book or buy from you, period. And to do that, they have to know you exist. So that's where using hashtags and reaching out to new people and direct messaging new people to get to know them and using stories to build relationships. All of that is super valuable and helpful. And that's the difference between treating it like a business where you're growing relationship and you're growing connection with potential clients and treating it like a place to get viral quickly. Another little hot tip for you is this. Maybe your social media is struggling because you don't know who you're talking to. And that's okay. I think a lot of us start with the best intentions. We know we need to have an account, so we make one. And we just start posting regularly because we know that's what we should be doing. But I really encourage you to pause and take time to really visualize who you're trying to speak to. And I actually have had a lot of conversations about this recently. That fear of niching down. The fear of being too specific and alienating some people. And I want to just use this example that I actually used with my own mom. We were talking about Target and Target has a specific audience. Like, I think we all know who that Target shopper is because that Target shopper is me. It's someone 20s to 30s who likes cute stuff. They like an aesthetic. Um, They like things that are like fun and playful, things that are, it's really easy to navigate. It's somewhere you go and you just kind of linger It's a place where you go and you don't quite know what you're looking for, but Target just tells you what it wants because it's really speaking to that direct audience. But here's the thing. My dad also goes to Target and Target's not marketing to my dad. And I want to use that example because I want to showcase to you that just because you establish a niche, maybe you're speaking to a specific group of people, people on both ends of the spectrum will still come shop from you. They'll still support you. So don't let the fear of that keep you from having more of an intention with your social media. So really think about that. When you think of your clients, when you think of people who buy your products, when you think of people who hire you to coach them or to photograph them or to chiropractor them or whatever it is that you do, who are the people who are like, yes, that is my person. We get along well. That person reschedules. That person tips. That person tells their best friends. Who is that person? Really be clear on who they are, what struggles they have, how they felt before they hired you what pain points you could solve for them, what transformation they felt, what did they love about your product? What did they love about your flannel that you make? Like really, really think and sink into who that person is and maybe even ask them, maybe send out a survey to some of your top clients asking why they picked you. And then you can use that verbiage in your social media posts. So when people are reading your comments, they're like, oh my gosh, she is speaking to my soul. That's me. And it doesn't have to be only if you provide a service. Again, that could be for any industry. People just want to feel like you're speaking directly to them. You're speaking their language. What you say is resonating with them. And they're like, heck yeah, that's me. I need to buy that. I need to hire her. 
if you do that well, then that is you utilizing social media as a tool. And that's the point of it. So just to challenge you here, really take some time to be intentional about who you're talking to and take the time to decide who that is. I think that is super crucial in your business. And I think this is the biggest difference between somebody who is a hobbyist, who had a social media and it started selling some stuff on it versus someone who is a business and they're treating it like a business. And I just need to pause right here because if you're enjoying this podcast, first of all, I just want to thank you. Thank you for being here along this journey. Thank you for tuning in and listening. And if this is your first time, thank you also for giving it a chance. I truly, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate it. But I have to ask a favor. If you love the show, And it means a lot to you. If you could just take a sec and leave a review on iTunes, that would mean the world to me and my little team. I would so appreciate it. That's exactly how we get more episodes out there and also amazing guests. I know this is a solo show, but I just would appreciate the time and intention if you love the show to share it with your friends and take a second to leave a review. Okay, enough about that. Back to business. Be clear about who you're talking to and be intentional with the verbiage you use. And if you don't know how to do that, Send a survey to some people who check that box of like dream client that you're already working with and use their own words. That's a super helpful tool. All right. Third, I want to mention this. You are expecting Instagram to do the heavy lifting for you. And here's the truth. It's a great tool. It's a great kind of magnet that will start to attract people and also keep people kind of in your circle. But if you just post on social media, on Instagram specifically, If you just post and do some stories and nothing else with no strategy, it's not going to just, that's not going to be enough. You need to treat it like a core function, a wheel, a cog in your business that you're constantly turning and working on. And what the heck does that mean? It means, like I just said, be crystal clear on who you're speaking to and use that terminology, use that verbiage, do it in your posts and your stories. And then another thing is keep track of people who you're engaging with. Don't care about the likes and the follows. That stuff doesn't matter. A business can be successful with 90 followers. You don't need tens of thousands of followers to have a successful business. You just need to be intentional with your social media to have a successful business that utilizes social media. So really focus on what activities you have to do when you log into that app. That way you're being intentional with your time. So for me, that means responding to direct messages. That means when a brand new person follows me, I write a genuine response to them and I thank them for following me and I ask them questions about them. I get to know them. That is so helpful for you. Even if they never work with you, their responses will help you get feedback to understand what type of people are resonating with your content. And there's great ways to automate this, create systems around this, create templates that you can duplicate around this. So don't let the how, quote unquote, keep you from doing it because it's important to do it. Also use direct messages. You can save messages in your um, Instagram app. That way you can auto respond. But my caveat here is this, be very intentional. I know I use that word a lot today, but just really take time to carve out a response that feels authentic to you. People can smell automation a mile away. So don't write something generic and boring. Be really authentic and use your own voice. Write it in a way you would speak it if it helps to like talk it out and let the captions autofill do that, but do it in a way that feels authentic to you, but start keeping track of those people who are engaging with your posts. And especially if they're people who are not currently clients, maybe just a simple welcome direct message like, Hey Sarah, I've seen you in my comments. I've seen a couple 
direct messages from you. And I just want you to know I'm so glad that you're here and following me in my little journey. Thanks for stopping by. Something as simple as that can be a huge way to open the door. Sometimes people are just intimidated to open up that conversation. Even though you constantly are saying like, hey, book your appointment now. Hey, I have five haircuts left this month. Hey, I'd love to book you for your wedding. Even if we think we're being clear about that, sometimes we have to open the door for other people. And that's, again, a huge missing link I see, a huge distinction I see between people who use social media as a consumer versus as a business. And this is like a really nice segue into my next point, which is this. Don't focus on the likes. Again, back to point number one, the very first thing I said, you are not an influencer, you are a business. So focus instead on what people turn into leads or customers, what people are landing on your page, they like what they see, and they book a call, or they send you a direct message, or they buy your product. Those are the people to pay attention to. Those are the people to, that's what success means. And sometimes it can be as simple as maybe someone shared your profile. Maybe they didn't buy anything, but they shared your stuff. Or maybe they answered a couple questions. You had a conversation in direct messages and they weren't your ideal client, but you learned some information from them. That's still success. I think we get so obsessed with the numbers. And like I said, Instagram's recently released a lot of updates that all center around analytics. Don't worry about them. Focus on being intentional with your business. Focus on serving people and focus on figuring out how you can get them off this platform, into your chair, into your shopping cart, into your photography studio, whatever business you have, that's what success is. And that's something that you should strive for. And it takes off that pressure of being popular because ultimately the likes, the number of comments, that's a popularity contest. And that shouldn't be the only indicator of your success. However, however, I will say this, It is nice to pay attention to, and I only do this once a month, but I look at what posts perform the best just out of sheer curiosity. I'm already going to spoil it and tell you this. Most of the time, it's a picture of you, and most of the time, it's a vulnerability post, something where you are speaking from your heart because people want to see that. So if you know that, I encourage you to include more of that in your strategy because it's helpful for people to see kind of behind the curtain. They understand the person, the heartbeat behind the brand, and people love to see that. So know that that is going to be what performs best. But again, sometimes an informational post, maybe it doesn't get the most quote unquote likes, but it's still valuable content because it answers some questions that a client might have. Maybe you're direct messaging somebody and someone brings up a question that you already have the answer to. You can just send them that specific post. So you're not having to constantly hop on calls, uh, send voice messages, answer the same questions over and over again. You already have content that answers those questions for you. All of this is to buy more time for you to focus on you and being the CEO that you are and also living the life you want to live. So again, really using the tools, the platform, direct messages, stories, posts to drive people to buy and book from you. How do they do that? Make sure you have a link, making sure you make it super easy and crystal clear on where they should go. That way, when you ask them to buy or book or whatever you offer, They know exactly where to go and have it written a couple different ways. Do a video where you talk about it. Do a post where you type about it. Do a infographic, so a photo or something with text that explains the next steps. You know, if you think about school, we all have very different learning styles. Same thing with social media. People consuming social media have different learning styles. Maybe some people are watching an Instagram story at work and they can't listen to the audio. Or maybe somebody is differently abled and they literally can't listen to the audio 
So having captions is super important. Having it communicated in a couple different ways will just make it so much easier for people watching that they're more likely to engage with what you have to say. The other thing too I want to add into the mix here is don't discredit the value of consumer feedback. So just because people don't book appointments, that's okay. Maybe maybe you're posting in your stories and you're starting to do some polls or quizzes to get some data that will help you make decisions down in the future. Maybe you're thinking of offering something new and you want to know if your audience will buy it. This is a great way to gather information quickly from people who are already fans and especially pay attention to the people who have bought from you previously versus people who are engaging in these polls who haven't bought for you. And maybe you offer a tailored response to each of them. You can see when people respond to your polls and your quizzes. And instead of just not saying anything, you could write a personal message to each one, thanking them for participating and asking for them to elaborate a little bit more. Again, you can see here how the mentality around social media can be used into more of a business tool versus just this annoying square that we hold in our hand that we have a love-hate relationship with. And this is, again, a really nice segue into my last point, which is maybe you're not treating social media like the business tool that it is. If you think you can use social media for business the same way you use it as a consumer, you are wrong period. (laughs) If you are someone who's not on social media personally and you think you can't figure out social media, you are also wrong. There is a way to do it, but you have to remind yourself, this is a business. This is a tool within my business. There's a different list of priorities here. You know, me hurrying up and making a reel and crossing my fingers that it goes viral may take a half hour. Maybe instead of doing that, I direct message five people who I've been talking to about booking a call with me And that time would be way much better spent engaging with those five people versus trying to get something in front of thousands of people. So I encourage you to just really sit and analyze your relationship with social media. I also want to share this nugget. I also believe sometimes it's important to take a break. And for me, I took three, I think it was three months off a couple years ago, two years ago. Um, When I was in the salon, I just said on my social media profile, I'm taking time off the holidays to be present with my family. If you'd like to book an appointment, here's the link. If you'd like to get in touch with me, here's my email address. And my business still grew. I still got new clients. I will say if you totally shut everything down and make that information unavailable, it's going to be harder for people to find you. And if you're in a business where you are a service-based business and you're hoping people just find you and you're not actively searching hashtags, engaging with new people, communicating, and then direct messages, you're going to have a hard time. But if you need a break, take the break. Just be super clear in your communication and continue to have a way for people to connect with you. That way you're not missing out on those people who happen to land on your social media web. That way they're still engaged. That way they know that they can work with you and that you're still an option. But I just want to free you of this expectation we have for things to be perfect And this expectation we have to have numbers, you know, uh, back up our worth and our meaning and that success is having tens of thousands of Instagram followers so we can have the swipe up feature. I want to break down all those barriers and tell you to give yourself some grace and instead to just focus on speaking directly to people you already love working with and just continuing to put systems in place so you can attract more of those types of people and being okay with that. And knowing that once you set a post, once you schedule a post, get off your phone. You don't need to be on it all of the time for your business to grow. 
You don't need to be doing TikToks and Reels and Instagram stories and IGTVs and Facebook Lives to be growing your business. If you're not being intentional with your time spent on there, you're going to struggle. And this is coming from a place of experience. I've had a lot of different chapters of life, a lot of different seasons in my businesses that I've had. And in this particular one, I'm on Instagram the least I've ever been. And my business is the most successful. So I just encourage you to change your relationship, to audit your relationship with social media and start to use it as a real strategy in your business rather than an obligation. And just, again, be intentional, create those systems, be clear about who you're speaking to, use it in a way to complement the other pieces of your business. If you don't already know who your target market is, if you don't already have clear laid out offers for clients, if you don't already have, you know, like a, a business checking account and a scheduling system and some of those things in place, focus on that instead of trying to get viral. Truly, I think that a lot of people have this just misconstrued idea that getting viral is the answer to all of their problems. And I'm here to tell you that it's not. You know what happens when something goes viral or it gets in front of more eyes? You get a wider net of people, yes, but if you're being too broad, you're going to attract that. And that's when you get weird DMs from people trying to sell you Bitcoin or getting them this, again, personal experience, Bitcoin, or like, hey, sell my, will you take some photos of this necklace? And I'm not here for that. I'm here to be a business, to serve my community, to help people out, to provide some inspiration and hopefully some tips they can implement. To me, that's my purpose here. And so when you're clear on your purpose, when you speak that out, when you use social media as a tool to amplify and provide a megaphone to those things, that's where real success happens. And I just felt like I had to have this talk because I've been having the same conversation over and over and over again with my clients and again, just people in my life that it felt like it was time to kind of break down that barrier. So if you're struggling with social media, if you listen to this episode and you're like, wow, maybe there are some areas that I can improve or I want to make some changes, I'd love for you to follow me on Instagram at Kelsey Marie Knutson. You can find it in the show notes. And I just want to open up that door of conversation. If you need some support, if you have questions, if you want someone to look over your profile and give some feedback, I'd be more than happy to do that. But I just want you to know that you're not alone. You as a business owner wearing all the hats that you wear, you can do this. It can be a great tool. It can be a filter system. That means by the time someone lands in your schedule or lands in your shopping cart, they're your dream person and they're stoked about working with you. That is the power of social media. It can be used for good. It doesn't have to be this soul-sucking, time-sucking thing that we are addicted to. And then just a last, 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 piece of advice, personal experience, set a timer. If you're having a hard time on social media, you're on it too much, it's hard for you to get off, you forget why you're on there, set a timer. Make it make a barrier for you have to, for you to have to engage with it. I think that is something that is underrated. A lot of people don't even know you can do that, but you can literally set a social media timer in your phone if you have Apple and set it to go off in X number of hours in the day. I think mine is set to two currently. So every, if I'm on it for more than two hours, it will see just the screen will light up and it will say, Hey, you're out of time. And you can either stay on it for the day or you can be like, you know what? I am done. But I just encourage you to set those boundaries, be intentional and focus on the bigger parts of your business that are going to move it forward. As a business owner, you get to be the CEO, which means you get to deal with the big picture and the vision of your business 
and scrolling around on Instagram is not going to get you there, my friend. So hopefully this was a big episode of some tough love. I just empower you to lean in your truth and share that with people. I empower you to treat this like a business tool and to take the ego out of it and stop trying to win this popularity contest that's almost impossible to win and just focus on service. And I so appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode. I would love to hear your feedback. Send me a message in direct message on Instagram. And yeah, I will catch you next week during next week's episode. And that's a wrap. Thank you for hanging out on this week's episode of When I Grow Up with your host, Kelsey, aka me. As always, I love what I do and it's because of you. Be sure to check out the website, kelseymarieknutson.com slash podcast for today's show notes. And don't forget to leave a review on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. That's all for now. Catch you next time on When I Grow Up.